everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is July 18th, 2023. Jeff, we're going to start off mentioning our good friends, Fabian and Miguel. Don't forget about Bright Bail Bonds. If you're in trouble or you know someone who's in trouble, maybe you lost your temper for a second, but doesn't matter. The cops put the cuffs on you. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? Tweak. You're going to call Bright Bail Bonds. Fabian and Miguel know what they're doing. They're going to take care of you. They're professional, confidential, caring, and non-judgmental. Make sure you call Bright Bail Bonds if you're in that situation. Keep this number in your phone, 888-669-0295. Nobody wants to hear that sound, that clink, clink. As the cuffs go on, Dave and I know it's happened to us each about 37 times. <laughs> That's how we found Fabian and Miguel. That's actually not true, even though you all want to believe it. It's not. More than 25,000 bonds ranging from 500 to 3 million so the experience you need during this difficult time, they have it. Trained for all situations, whether it's DUIs, domestic violence, warrant checks, and more. Plus, they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even on holidays. Here's what I tell you to do. Go to brightbailbonds.com. Check out that website. Check out two different things. First, the FAQ section covers everything from what is a bail bond to how does it work. The other area I would tell you to check out is their blog. It provides great information on topics such as navigating DUI bail bonds in California. Again, that's brightbailbonds.com. Their number, 888-669-0295. There you go. Also, don't forget about Alan Taylor. It is hot as hell, and it is getting hotter this week. You're going to wish you had that pool. If you don't have that pool in your backyard and you're thinking about it, Taylor May Pools is standing by. Ask about available financing. Again, Alan Taylor's number, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Told you, Dave, I love the testimonials. This one is from LaCrista. You can see it for yourself on Alan's website at taylormadepools.net. This is what LaCrista E. had to say. TaylorMade Pools resurfaced our pool back in April, and it's been absolutely lovely. Alan and his crew were fantastic to work with. Alan came by the home, gained competitive pricing, finished the work on schedule, and was very easy to get a hold of throughout the entire process. Anybody who's had work done in their house, man, that is a huge part when you can actually talk to the people that are doing it. Uh, LaCrista goes on to say, my family and I couldn't be any happier with our finished pool. We absolutely recommend TaylorMade Pools. Thanks, Alan. Again, you can see it right there on your website at taylormadepools.net. Give Alan a call, see what he and his team can do for you. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. There we go. All right, so the last show we had, we had the San Diego Chicken in here. So we didn't, fun. We didn't, it was. It was a great time. A lot of people very excited about that show. Thank you for listening. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but we didn't get a chance to talk about the Padres. Oh, boy, they're back. And the, <laughs> They are back. We saw it tonight. Here, here we go. To get you caught up on what Jeff is saying, at the time we did the show with the Chicken, they lost three out of four to the Phillies, but they have a day off on Monday. And as we record the show on Tuesday, they just knocked off the Blue Jays, knocked their dicks right in the dirt, and yep. completely blew them right out of the water, which Jeff says, this team is back. This is where they go on their run. What about, I, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what this team. <laughs> Dude, like, they were something they can go on a run. Funniest thing, I talked to our buddy Aaron Creasy today. Holding things down in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm glad somebody is. It's yeah. Shithole. He owns his business there, and he's been very, very busy. So he said, I got so busy that I'm running behind on the show, but he said, I'm having a blast. Because the shows I'm listening to now are at the start of the baseball season. Oh, my God, dude. What and are you he's been like, doing? And he's like, me and my boys watch every game late at night. 
So he said, it's pretty crazy watching you guys trying to stay optimistic, even at the start of the year when things were terrible. <laughs> and I said, well, there's not a whole lot of optimistic shows moving forward. He goes, yeah, that doesn't shock me at all. But, I mean, today, Dave, moves like Austin Nola being sent down. Yes. Right? Camposano coming back up. Yes. All right. I mean, I, I think a lot of us... Does that mean no? Um, that does that mean they're they're done as far as Capasano is now the starting catcher from here on out? I think Gary Sanchez is still your starting catcher. The other day, what we had saw, they said it today, maybe Darren's show that Sanchez had caught like almost nineteen yeah. straight games. True. Until Nola caught the doubleheader. Yeah, the second game of the doubleheader. So maybe you try to get Camposano in there, but Sanchez catches tonight, hits a home run tonight in the win against Toronto. So, yeah, maybe you try to get more of a blend uh, than what you've had in the last couple of weeks, but it's still probably Sanchez number one. Interesting to see how they're going to do this, right? I mean, yeah. Sanchez right now, it seems like some of the pitchers are excited, especially Snell, to throw to him. Musgrove did very well tonight throwing to him. I don't know. I mean, Sanchez to me is not the problem, right? No. The, your problem, let, let's be honest. The problem is it's Jake Cronenworth. Jake Cronenworth. one of them. He's a major problem. I mean, he's, hitting, yeah. he's hitting worse than Trent Grisham right now. Oh, boy. I mean, that's amazing to think that he's he's actually hitting worse than Trent Grisham, and Trent Grisham is shit. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it comes from a first base position. was supposed to be a, a power position. Yeah. So I'm going to give a solution to you right now, and you tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. Okay. You can't trade Jake Cronenworth's contract. Nobody's no. going to want to touch that. Hassan Kim's name is never brought up as a trade possibility. Ugh. Do you trade Hassan Kim and move Jake back to second, and you try and acquire a first baseman? God. Yeah, you, you probably it, could. It, it sucks. That one's going to sting, man. That, it does sting. And Hassan Kim's like, I've done everything fucking right except yeah. get a contract extension. Yeah. that That's the only thing that's penalizing me and why I'm the guy that's on the door, which means when he's gone, people are going to go, wait, Hassan Kim was the fucking problem? Hassan Kim's not the problem, but no. he's the only trade piece you have of guys that play every day unless you're going to dump Soto in a major move. Uh, or Snell or Hader. Yeah, but I mean the everyday guys, the everyday eight. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, because Preller, being Preller, pinned himself in the corner with that Cronenworth deal when there was... No one was asking. Right, you're competing against nobody for that guy. <laughs> and you lock him in, and yeah... That could have been a guy under the, the deal that Cronenworth was under. That's probably a guy you could flip for, I don't know, number four starter. Uh, I heard Jimmy Russell and John Schaefer talking about it yesterday, talking about what can you get for Hayter, what can you get for Snell, right? And, hey, is it guys in the top 75? Is it guys in Major League Baseball top 100? Could you get one? Could you possibly get two? Yeah, Cronenworth would have been a guy that you could probably get before the contract, you know, top 15 prospect from a team, and you move on. Maybe. You made the All-Star team two yeah. years in a row. But, dude. Right now, it's it's mm -hmm. literally could go down as the worst contract that Prell ever wrote. Boy, he's written a few. Yeah, but I mean, that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. Drew Pomeranz is really bad. I mean, Cronenworth, at a 30 major league first baseman, he's the worst. I wonder, man. Hosmer was terrible. Myers was terrible. Yeah. And Cronenworth is going to be right up there with him. Okay, so here we go. Let's Since we're on contracts now, one thing I keep hearing a lot of, oh, you can't fire Preller. He just got an extension to like 2026. Yeah. Well, you're paying guys contracts all the fucking time, the time. on this team that don't even play baseball Hosmer. anymore. Yeah. So uh, Nelson Cruz? Yeah. 
I mean, the money that Preller makes is nowhere close to what Hosmer no. makes. So what? You shocked they haven't talked to Will Myers? I wouldn't bring Will Myers in. I don't know. What, where would you play Will? First. What do you play him at first? So you're going to say to Cronenworth, and, and I'm all for it, go sit on the bench. Yeah. You, you suck. You're going to play when we have the lead and we want as a defensive first baseman over Will Myers. Yeah, and if they haven't brought him back, I don't know. Right? Oh, they, yeah, I don't think they are. I mean, no, I, but I, I mean, you yeah. can get him right now you can. for nothing. DFA'd by the Reds. Now, so, again, you take another left-handed bat out of your lineup, but Cronenworth's bat's nothing. doesn't matter that he's left-handed. He's not right. giving you anything at all. Nothing. Myers gives you versatility in the outfield, right? Yeah, you can play both corner spots. Yeah, yeah, which allows Fernando to play center if needed. I'd be all for it. I mean, I understand right now Trent Grisham's having a decent month. One thing weird about Trent Grisham, he had a great postseason last year. Yeah. And Cronenworth came through with a decent postseason against the Dodgers. When, when the hits mattered, so he was there. Uh, I don't... Like, it's funny to me, Myers would have seemed like a move, right? You could have gone yep. out, got him for nothing. Yep. Brought him back, could play first, could do those kind of things. Puts a little pop in your, no, he hasn't been completely healthy, but I mean, you're getting him for 10 bucks. But uh, <laughs> That's true. I don't know. It's weird to me. I haven't seen anything said about why he would come back or why he wouldn't come back. So, I don't know. He seemed like a guy that blended in on that team, but maybe he didn't. All right. So, one of the guys they let go today was Odor. Okay. Yeah. So, they, they get rid of him. Now, I was thinking about this. Hey, fuckers, if I'm Odor. Yeah. You're going to do this today? I'm in goddamn Toronto, you sons of bitches. Like, right. why didn't you do this when I was in Philadelphia two days ago? Maybe. Nothing, nothing like going from Toronto yeah, back to customs. San Diego, back to Venezuela. Thanks, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he knew the other day. I wonder. Yeah. Or, or, okay. Do you think these moves were smart moves or desperation moves to shake up the clubhouse? Made no, made no impact at all. <clears throat> None. Reese Nor. I mean, come on. Dude, that guy's terrible. Adore. Um, I mean, the guy we didn't see on there was Garcia. Garcia yeah. was the guy that's just been fucking awful. Nola. I mean, all right. Nola moves out. Camposano comes up. But yeah, the Adore thing's weird because. I heard Scanlon say on the pregame show that they'd been in Toronto since Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know how it works for Major League Baseball. I've been through that goddamn airport a million times. <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. Yeah, going through custom. I mean, the the Raptors used to just walk right through. Yeah, they'd walk right through the terminal. You'd see them right there. Maybe that's what they did with the door. Holy but, shit! Yeah, kind of. I mean, it sucks to lose a job, but man, fuck anywhere else but Toronto. If you knew you were going to do it, dicks. Should have done it Sunday night. I don't know. It's, it's so it's yeah. so so funny to me. Same with Nola though. But uh, yeah, has to go to El Paso. Yeah, right? but he still is getting a paycheck, right? Yeah. I mean that son of a bitch. So you you look at some of the things that they did. All right, as far as the Padres and Preller and his fascination with Rangers. Again, yeah. another fucking Ranger that did nothing for you, right? Yeah. He had that one big hit against the Nationals. Yeah, door. Yeah. Yeah. We all knew it was a shit signing. We knew it was a shit signing in spring training. And we all know it would have been Carpenter showing the door if he didn't have $13 million Dude, coming to that him. That deal. That, <laughs> I mean, that to me is right up there. I mean, that's top five. Of just what the fuck deals? God damn. Yeah. Hey, short porch at Yankee Stadium, not so short in Petco Park. Yeah. I mean, probably. But, uh, and look, I think Seidler's starting to hear it. Yeah. Now, I, whether, or not that, whether or not that changes anything, 
anybody's guess. I have no idea. But I mean, people are not people are not happy yeah. with that excellence attachment that he put on uh, Preller, and rightfully so. Preller stinks. He he does he absolutely stinks. So right now the team is ten and a half out. Okay, mm-hmm. Padres win. Uh, Dodgers end up winning uh, tonight against the Orioles as well. But so you, you look at the wild card and you're going, okay, where where do they stand right here? What are the chances that this team goes? So right now they're seven and a half out from the wild card. Wow. So if you were the owner, you're a sidler. Yeah. says, Jeff, are we buyers or are we sellers? Yeah. What are you saying? Dude. I mean, the crazy thing is, Dave, so we are, we're. Ten and a half out in the West. Yeah. And you're 13 days from the deadline, right? Yep. Boy, oh boy. I don't know, man. I, I guess you're just going to wait it out for eight days to see where we're at. I don't think we're deciding today. Problem is, we won't have shows next week to have an idea of where we're at. We'll be back Sunday. And and really, Sunday, we may have an idea to so, see which way it's leaning. So what, for you, what's the magic number? How many out do you have to be from the wild card to say if you're buyers or sellers? Five? Less than five? Yeah, it got to be less than five. Otherwise, you got to assume... Yeah. We're getting out of here. Yeah. But a lot of people don't think they're going to do it. Even with Hader or Snell. Yeah. I mean, I keep seeing Waka's name. I don't know how you assume you're going to get anything for Waka. He's been hurt for the last six weeks. And, of course, that medical staff throws him out there, and he gets hurt again. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy cow. Those guys are unbelievable. So... I don't know. I mean, I've seen people that said Seth Lugo could bring you something. All right. Is that, I'm not moving Seth Lugo because he's not going to bring anything that's going to help me in 24. All right. Martinez, right? Do any of these guys have any kind of value? No. Yeah. You know, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. So going back to saying, well, this has been a disaster of a season. Well, you're talking maybe seasons to come because you signed yes. so many guys to these long-term deals. Yep. There's one of the questions I asked you. If they don't win the World Series, oh, is boy. it considered a disappointment? Yep. You said absolutely. Been a fan for a long time. It's going to be considered a disappointment. You're a 41-year fan. Yeah. And and it would be a disappointment. So right now you have guys locked into contracts. One of the things I heard this week, I think it was on MLB Network. when I can't remember the guy that said it. He said the difference of this team was he put the blame on Xander Bogarts. That, Why? that was the first time I ever heard that. Really? Yeah. He I said that Zander- was our guy. He Such said, a clubhouse guy. He didn't say he had a connection to it. That was his theory. That Xander coming in as another shortstop threw off the other guys that were also shortstops. But that being yeah. said, Kim's having a great year, but we all know Kim does want to play short. Yep. Tatis is in right. We know he thinks he's still a shortstop. He's yep. pl- been a great right fielder. But they put the blame on Xander. And you signed him to an 11-year deal, and they put the blame on him. Wow. That was the first time I've ever heard that. Even thought it. Never even yeah. thought it myself. For me, as a baseball fan, when I hear people blame Bob Melvin, and I go, dude, he won three times manager of the fucking year. Yeah. Bob Melvin's not a dumb baseball guy. And then I'm not sure, you got to, this is why I'm literally asking a serious question. I'm not sure if I dreamt this or if I read this yesterday. I swear, I think I dreamt this, Mm. that Bob Melvin's announcing his retirement at the end of the year. Have you heard anything about Bob Melvin retiring? Not with one year left on the deal. So I dreamt this whole fucking thing. Yeah. And some of it makes sense. This has been a big headache year, plus he's had health issues. It was was funny yesterday. It's weird how we give credit to shows, but nobody else (laughs) does. But hey, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, 
I had Darren on yesterday, and Darren, Darren talked about Melvin. Yeah. Using the terminology, Blake Snell was cooked. Yeah. After the fifth inning, the I other heard day. him say it, and that was funny because I saw it when Bob said it, and I didn't make much of it. Yeah. But, and then Kevin Acey said that Snell had said it's five and seventy-five. Like for that day, he was ready to go five and seventy-five. And Darren adds, the nat- natural follow-up is like, "Who'd he tell? It's game one of a doubleheader. You got Ryan Weathers pitching game two. Yeah, and you're only going five of seventy-five. And then he asked AC because I said it the other night. No offense to Bob, I like Bob. I would have fired Bob after that game. I would have fired Bob after the Phillies game, and just said, "Hey, man, good on you. You got a year to go." And we're going to try something new, whether it's Mike Schilt or Matt Williams, whoever the case may be. That's terrible, right? But, I mean, they're just going to stay the course, whistling in the wind. And the question was asked to AC, has the discussion been had about Bob's future with one year left on his deal? And Kevin said it has been had. They have talked about maybe Bob needs to go. Hasn't gone yet. Again, my pointing the finger at Bob, yeah, there's shit he's done, but... I mean, there's a lot of shit uh, he doesn't control. But the the extra inning record is pathetic. Yeah, I mean, you're 0-9 in extra innings. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Now, as far as Snell, when he pulled himself, I think a lot of people were surprised. But, it, look, I don't know how hot it was. I know, I'll tell you this, I was back east you know, a week and a half ago. It was hot as shit with the humidity. Yeah. So when he said he was cooked, I thought it was almost great terminology as far as he probably th- felt he was. Yeah. I'm cooking. He said he went through like three jerseys and, and yeah. multiple pairs of socks, and the humidity is absolutely insane back there. Here's my, my one complaint about that series, okay, since we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Four-game series, two complaints. I got a big complaint with people on Twitter saying, well, the best we were hoping for was a split. Dude, you can't afford splits. Not now. That's a loser mentality. That's yeah. a ridiculous thing for Padre fans to say. Let me ask you this question. Why did Ryan Weathers start? Any of those games? Yeah. Where was Joe Musgrove? Yeah. Seriously. You So you had four games and you had a day off on Monday. What was it? They had something. There was something in regards to Musgrove that I, yeah, I don't know what okay, it was. My, my point is this. You had the all-star break. Yeah. You're well-rested. Every pitcher on the staff's well-rested. Right. How was Musgrove not pitching over Ryan Weathers? And the Musgrove pitched today against the Blue Jays. Now, look, you can say the storyline that, the Blue Jays drafted Joe, and it was a chance no, for Joe no. to go back. Yeah, no. Well, guess what? Blake Snell's pitching Thursday. You could have pitched Joe on Thursday also. That's yeah. the way it, w- it makes sense to work out. Pitches Saturday, he pitches Thursday. Joe gets everything once, if that's the storyline. But it made zero sense to me that Ryan Weathers pitch when Joe Musgrove should have been the guy throwing. And who goes tomorrow? Darvish? Tomorrow should be Darvish. Yeah. And then Snell. Then it's Snell on Thursday. Wow. You see and what then, I'm saying? And then Lugo. Yeah. But then you have to, because Waka's hurt and can't go. But why not get off to a hot start? Right. Why wouldn't you go through with Musgrove because everyone, as hot as he's been? Not only are the fans thinking it, the players yeah. are thinking it too. This sack of shit. Yeah. I mean, and Ryan Weathers. Yeah. This sack of shit's going to go game two? Dude, you, uh, yeah, because Joe'd been off since Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, again, I didn't, didn't understand it at all. Nope. And it seemed like no one brought it up. So why, yeah. why is everyone just acting like that? Of course it's Ryan Weathers. 
Yeah. What do you mean? No one's been doing shit for seven days. Dude, I'm telling you, man. This team is shady. It's just weird. The whole the whole way they run things over there is really, really weird. It, it's very strange. Yeah, so anyway, that's where they're at right now. Again, they're in Toronto for a three-game series, and they got to take on the Tigers, and you expect to, to obviously go through the Tigers and win that series, if not sweep all three. I think you're at the point where you go, we got to start sweeping some series. Dude, big time. I mean, it's a major rush right now. Yeah, I mean, Rangers are coming to town in 10 days. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, you got to get it figured out, man. So, anyway, here's the deal. I'll ask you as a baseball fan, especially a fan of this team. If Bob Melvin is shown the door, like you said, he would have fired him Sunday night. Yep. How many managers do you give A.J. Prelish? Apparently, unlimited. (laughs) Unlimited. Usually, the magic number is three. For anybody listening, if you have to hire a third manager, it usually falls on the GM that he's not good at this job. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's... They're... They're such, like, tonight was fine. I mean, Manoa, that guy, third in the American League, Cy Young a year ago. Complete mess. 40 pitches in the first inning yeah, tonight. complete wow. mess. Um, But Jays have been up and down, been paying attention to them. But that's a good win for the pods tonight. Absolutely. And, but, and the Blue right. Jays have been playing well. I think they won eight of their last nine or, yeah. or you know, they were, they were doing well. But now what can you do tomorrow? And then what do you do Thursday? I mean, it's just... Can you put anything together at all? Dave, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, right now, do you believe this is a playoff team? No. No, you wouldn't put money on it to say, I'm betting the pods to make the postseason. No. I would have never thought it would have been this bad. Like, if they fell short of the World Series, I would have said, all right. Yeah. But to sit there and say, this is even a postseason team is insane. Man, they just, it doesn't seem to be a whole lot of camaraderie on that team. No. Well, when you lose, finger pointing happens. That guy's fucking fault. You know, yeah, that right? Asshole. That's it. That's what people yeah. do. I think it's human nature. That's what people do. It's that guy's fucking fault that they're wearing, that we're in the situation we're in. I don't know what to say. Yonder Alonzo MLB Network says this team makes the postseason, but his brother-in-law's Manny Machado. That. Yeah. What's he going to say? Yeah. A lot of guys have said that. I just, I don't know what they're watching to make him think that. Yeah. Or if they are watching. I mean, it's like that dipshit Devin. <laughs> this fucking idiot. The other day, you watch this team. It's the shittiest game I've seen them play all year, and they played a lot of shitty games. So that's when I said, uh, Melvin has to go. He says, oh, come on. That's crazy. And then somebody said, what'd you think of the game? Well, I didn't watch it. Shut up. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, if you're not watching the games, yeah, okay, watch the teams. Team on Sunday was horrendous. But they come out today. Like Lucy holding the football and try to get us hyped up to yeah. think they can do it. And, uh, dude, I like Melvin. But I don't know if he's the right guy for this team. Got him to the NLCS last year. That was pretty cool. Yeah, some big wins. But. Knocked off the Mets and knocked off the Dodgers. Yeah. But, man, inner turmoil or clubhouse or whatever. But I, I thought Darren and AC yesterday said, hey, Bob at his rope's end. Yeah, he might be. Maybe Bob's sick of this shit. I mean, and that says something for a guy that came from Oakland. Yeah. And had to put up with all that shit. Yeah. Because he had to put up with the analytics up there. But maybe they just did it at a higher level. Like Billy Bean, the guy who created Moneyball, right? Yeah. And bringing you talent and winning when you're not supposed to win. But 
I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to believe Bob's under a lot of pressure. This isn't the Mets, not the Yankees, the Dodgers. Dude, it's still San Diego. Okay, that's a good point right there. Now, what is the deal with all the deflecting? When people say, like guys like Bob, like Bob Nightingale, who has called out the Padres, hey, well, look at the fucking Mets, Bob. Hey, you look at the fucking Mets. Yeah. What about your own team right Dude, now? You're dunk. I hate to say it. The Padre roster is a lot better than the Mets roster. I would just like if there was some sense of urgency to shake things up and sending down Austin Nola. But it made a big difference tonight. <laughs> Put nine runs up. We got rid of that asshole. Okay. <laughs> we finally get Camposano back at, acting like that's our Aaron yeah. Judge. Great. Okay. It, it's funny to see these baseball trade rumors, though. I don't know if yeah. you're looking. All these teams think they're getting snow. The Orioles think they're getting really? snell. The Astros think they're getting snell. You have all these these fan bases that think Dude. we're going snell, and then the Astros come out and say we're going to be active as buyers. And you're talking about teams with pretty good farm systems. Like if you made a trade for you know snell to the Orioles, the Orioles have a really good farm system. So do the Houston Astros. I mean, if that was really the case, that he comes in after break and says I'm good for five seventy five. I don't know that he did, though. I can't. Chuck water balloons at him. But if that was the case, he's got to go. There's a playoff. Now, again, I don't know that he did or didn't. Yeah. He kind of downplayed the whole cook dangle. But if you watch Bob, which we did with that weird, I don't know if you saw the postgame show, but it, the. Was leaning back? Well, it was, there was so much like, uh, like condensation on the camera lens. It looked like they were doing it from the sauna. <laughs> and but Bob Bob was pretty short and directing the answer and then didn't didn't go on. Yeah. He said, Yeah, he was cooked. He was cooked right there. He was yeah. He was done. And again, ninety degrees, all of us kind of go, Yeah, that's it. Okay. But if uh Bob kind of alluded to it. I think Kevin said it yesterday. They went into that. Guy had been on fire. We'd seen him the Friday night leading into the break. You're going in 575? Yeah. Man. I mean, that's Ryan Weathers. Yeah. Not Blake Snell. And so, I mean, Snell has to be moved. They're not. You can't bring that guy back. You're going to give $25 million to a guy that can't go six innings? Please. Please. All right. So... Here, I just looked this up. You said who's pitching on Saturday because Lugo mm-hmm. scheduled to pitch the opener against the Tigers on Friday. Okay. Right now, it says undecided. Wow. Do you see? But if yeah. you would have gone Musgrove in, in one, game one or two with that doubleheader, Musgrove was pitching that Saturday. But then who would have gone tonight? My, my, well, listen, you would have had a day off. So who, who are considered your five? I think now it's Darvish, Snell, Lugo, and Musgrove. I don't know that you have a five because Walk is hurt. Okay. So, again, you got to have a five at some yeah. point. So, it's well, not. I think it, that's where okay. Weathers came up. Well, Weathers is a terrible option, and we all know it. Wouldn't you have rather had Nick Martinez? No. You wouldn't? Would not he, the way would, Martinez is. Now, isn't right it funny now. how Martinez asked for the same kind of deal Lugo asked for? I want an yeah. opportunity to start. Remember mm-hmm. when, when Martinez turned down pitching in the USA, in the, yeah. in the WBC? Yeah. Because USA was going to use him as a reliever. Dude, he goes, I feel oh, bad fuck for that. that guy. He just doesn't have it right now. He, he doesn't have it. He's just yeah. not that guy. Okay, so what happened to going back with just, hey, the opener? You know, you see teams do it. The Rays yeah. do it. The, the the Giants have done it. The Dodgers have done it. You go, this is our opener. This is a team that starts off with 
two or three guys are lefties. Let's get through the first inning and, and knock out the first time around with an opener. I, David, But it's not Ryan a, Weathers. It had to be. I just don't think you have the arms. I mean, you don't have anybody right now. Here's my, okay. So the, going back to what we had, the conversation in January and December. Okay. You have to overspend. We said that. You have yeah. to overbuy because there's not enough left in the farm system for you to make trades down the line when you run into trouble like this. Literally, we said that. Load, load up guys that you go, well, where are you going to put them? You're going to need them at some point. This yeah. is where you need them. Ryan Weathers, man, does not belong in the Padre organization. And I'm not saying just because of talent. I'm saying because he's burned too many fucking bridges. He's, he's a bad seed. His mom's a bad seed. <laughs> you got to get rid of Ryan Weathers. He doesn't do anything for you. He doesn't no do anything for you on the mound. He doesn't do anything for you in the clubhouse. No market at all. None. Yeah. Jesus. And whose fault is that? That's the Padres' fault. Yeah. How do you not develop this fucker? Yeah. Nope. You got... That's the thing, man. That's like what we're going to watch. And I... Dave, honestly, it wouldn't shock me that if we're here... We'll be here Sunday and then we're back August 2nd. We're going to have to move the August 1st show right, because I, I, I... I'd rather do it on a weekend anyway. Yeah, we had to... Um, so let's aim for August 6th. Yeah, we'll, we'll change for August 6th. We've had 65 people reach out, so... If you don't get in, don't get your feelings hurt, okay? Um, it's easy for you to say. You got a ticket to be here. I am. I'll be here. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if we we're in here that night. Snell's still here. Hater's still here. And you're no, I wouldn't five mean and a half out. And if, you're not going to get anything for those guys. And you just, yeah. If you do not trade Soto, Snell, Hater, any of those guys, I, I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't be angry. I'd be, I'd be. You'd be upset that they didn't try and make the moves to fix yeah. that farm system, the farm system that you destroyed for Soto. Yeah. Good God. Good God. <laughs> Casey Kasem. What would yeah. Casey Kasem say? Good golly, Mr. Wallace. <laughs> exactly right. Um, no, it's just I don't know. You're, you're boy. There. You'd say you're in a bit of a holding pattern. You're really not. No. I mean, you, you clearly have shown who you are, and to get back in. You're assuming a lot of other teams are going to come back to you. Well, I don't know about that. I just don't know. I don't know how you can feel that. The the one that is interesting because uh, you know going into this season, the talk was you get Nelson Cruz for one year on a DH, and then yep. you're going to make a move for Otani. Yeah. And now it seems like are you even a marketable team that Otani would consider the Padres? Now the one thing you have you have Southern California, you have the history of sellouts. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty good star system here. Mm-hmm. But he's had a star system with Angels. Yeah. If you're Otani, if you look down in San Diego, what would what would go through your mind? Uh, I have no idea, Dave. I, I don't know is, what is. It is it even, like, would it be in consideration? Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, he's so hard to read because we went through some of the things a few weeks ago about how Otani's always done the opposite of what was expected. I just don't know what Seidler's putting on the table. I have yeah, no I'm idea. saying even if he offers $650 million. I think he's coming. You think it's all going to come down to money and not yeah. what he says when he says he just wants to win a championship? Yeah, I mean, I think with that team, I mean, what's the difference between San Diego's money and L.A.'s money? Because, I mean, it sure feels like a lot of people feel like the Dodgers are positioned to to make that big run, right? That but was the whole point of going under the luxury tax. Yeah, and they've got a lot of money coming off this year too, right? Yes. Yeah. They do. And now the talk Kershaw is retiring, yes, even more money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's that's where you got to figure he's going. 
right? That would be that would be my number one guess. I just have no no idea. So okay, we'll go play the game real quick with the Angels. You trade them? Yeah, I think you do. I mean, I think you do too. What's the point of holding on to them? I don't get it. Why would you? Yeah. Why, why would you? If, and now, if you're already Moreno, wouldn't you trade them and then sell the team? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes it it makes it the right thing to do. Yeah. And Art, in case you aren't aware, Artie was selling the team, and then he pulled back. And there were guys with big yeah. money. Joe LaCobe, who yeah. owns the Warriors uh, from Orange County, wanted it. Yeah. And if you're an Angel fan, wouldn't that have been interesting? If Joe LaCobe is the guy, right? Yeah. Uh, going against his Warriors co-owner, Peter Gruber, who's a part owner of the Dodgers. Yeah. Kind of nuts. That would have been pretty fun. <laughs> kind of, kind of crazy, um, right? I don't think anybody thinks Artie can get that deal done, even though he's yeah. overpaid for guys. But Artie might just, Artie may just shock everybody and go ten years, you know, f- fifteen years, six hundred million, right? I mean. Yeah, I th- I, honestly, I think he gets $600 million. I think he averages $60 million a year next year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be some crazy, crazy number thing. And Artie might pay it. So I'm, I've been watching him the last few games. Right now, we I, I just flipped over. We're watching Angels-Yankees right now. He had a huge home run yesterday. Yep. Shohei did. If you look at him, for the first time ever, to me, he looks like he doesn't like being an Angel. Wow. Like, he's not making eye contact with his teammates. There's that thing where Doan's trying to give him five after he came through. Fucking, he just ignores him. It's got to be a lot, though, Dave, because he's got to know what's going on. Yeah. Right? And he's got, man, that Japanese media is everywhere up there. Yeah. So you got to imagine they're asking him 25 different ways each day. Where are you going? What are you going to be doing? That might be. And the fact that he's continuing to play at the level he does. Yeah. Amazing. It is. But I don't know. Man, he's. He's so beloved up there by that fan base. I don't know. I, I think. Dude, I'm a huge fan. I'm, and, yeah. and we're down here. Yeah. I mean, I cannot stop watching this guy, even more so than what Mike, when Mike Trout was healthy. Yeah. So, um, but if I'm the Angels, yeah, I'm moving them and trying to get a couple of pieces. So, right. with the Yankees in town, the talk in New York is, does Otani leave with the Yankees after the series? Does the trade get pulled off? Now, if you're the Angels, you got to wait to the last second to pull off a deal. On You can't, you know what I mean? Why would you yeah. sit there and make the trade now? Yeah, you got to see what the offers are. Who are you getting? Dominguez yeah. in that deal, right? Dominguez in that deal. I almost think you, you could ask for the top seven, eight guys of, of an organization's farm system. I don't know that you're getting that many right now when he, when he has the ability to walk away. But I think you're getting... Does he win you a World Series? Like, I, I, I'll get, throw this Dude, one at you. He's incredible. Let's say the Texas Rangers trade yeah. for him. They become the favorites to win the World yeah, Series? Yeah, I think so. I agree. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Um, yeah, I think you're getting three of the top ten prospects right now for him. Or, I mean, he's two players. He's yeah. Well, f- I would say he's three because he gives you a roster spot for another guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um like you're you're looking at what it may take. Yeah. You know, potentially what it would take to get him right now. Uh Jim Bowden put out a bunch of different potential trades, right? For the Padres, he's like, Yeah, it's gonna be Jackson Merrill, Ethan Salas, 
uh, Dylan Lesko, and you're just like, fuck, man. <laughs> the only three guys you have left. Yeah. Unless unless you're... Well, last year, you got rid of all of them. You got McKenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams and yeah. Robert Haslam and James Wood. You know, all those guys kind of hurt you a I don't bit. think you're doing that. I, I just don't think you're doing that. I don't think they're chasing to trade him. I think the they're going to try their luck in free agency with him. All right, here's a question for you also. Yeah. If Otani is traded, let's say, to a National League team, let's say the Giants pull off the move. We'll, yep. just, we'll just pull the team. The Giants pull off the move. They say, we think he's the difference of helping us win a World Series. A, two is he's going to fall in love with this organization, the city, if yeah. we control him for two months, what he's like. He goes to the National League. Can he still win MVP in the American League? Mm. Yeah. If he leaves two months early, does he still win MVP in one of the leagues? I don't think so. I think he finishes top five. That's kind of, yeah, kind could, of crazy, right? huh? Yeah. Yeah, he should. Yeah, he should. I mean, he's by far the best player in baseball. Incredible, man. Absolutely fucking incredible. You know, come here, get shin splints. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, Jeff, what I mentioned, Kyle Fluger. Kyle Fluger, again, he's branched out on his own. He has his own company. It's Mithril Media. His business website is mithrilmedia.io. Right now, Kyle would like to offer you 10% off his services for new customers if you tell them. Dave and Jeff Cinchia, look, it's a great opportunity right there. Also, you could call Kyle at 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. All right, go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, because if you do, it'll take you under the sponsor page to a link to Kyle's website, MithroMedia.io, and you can see the sites that he has built for Cali Barbecue, the Corner Draft House, West Coast Barbecue, Victory South Bay, our show, and more. Plus, you can check out the blog for many great ideas, and you can also see ideas of how Mithril Media can help you with your design and development, media and marketing, and a lot others to improve your site. Again, their website is mithrilmedia.io, but if you need to get an example of what Kyle can do for you, go to daveandjeffshow.com. He built our page. We couldn't be more excited about it. Absolutely. Don't forget about Dan Williams right now. He tells you, man, here we are, the home or summer home buying season, and it's getting crazy. Interest rates are starting to come down, which will drive up the demand, hence home prices. People need to be qualified, just like Dan Williams and Brian Curry, who are working together. They can help you make sure you're pre-qualified, not just uh, approved. Make sure everything's set in order. Don't get priced out like so many did in 2020. Call Dan Williams today, 858 858- 688-6813-858-688-6813. If you go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, click on Dan's page, you can check out his Calm series. That's C-A-L-M, Calm. Ten short but helpful videos that are going to help you better understand money and master your cash and debts. Knowledge you need to help save money, live a happier life. Like I said, all ten videos are on our website. Watch them and then give Dan a call at 858 688 6813 Mission is simple, more money, less worry, and a greater joy. And all of us should hold Dan uh, in our thoughts today. I found a video. Dan uh, drove Uber for a little, Uber yeah. for a little bit. This time. His, uh, his first client, his only client was Erica. And I put this video up, and this guy's trying to help this girl with her bags. She takes everything. She throws it out of the trunk. Bitch. And then the guy kind of sits there and tries to do something else. And then the girl comes out of the back of the car in a red cocktail dress with high heels on. And she kicks the guy. And the guy walks two steps to the sidewalk and then he drops to his knees. So I'm not sure where, but I do have to clear up. That is not actually Erica and Dan. 
I was misinformed. But I would still say check the video out because just watching this poor little bald fella walk over to the sidewalk and then drop to his knees. You're like, oh, that hurt more than he knew it would. <laughs> hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, again, selling real estate all over San Diego County, doing a better job than anyone else, better than anyone you know. If you want to get the most for your home, you call Brian. If you want to relocate somewhere in San Diego County, you call Brian. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. How about a brand new house in La Jolla? Brian's got a beautiful property for you to see. 3,400 square feet, amazing house. Four bedrooms, four bath. If you want to live in El Cajon, you can do the same thing. Four bedrooms, four bath. 3,800 square feet. The house in La Jolla, 3,400 square feet. You can go North County in Oceanside where a three-bed, two-bath is available for just 825000 Plus, he has homes in Santee, Carlsbad, Escondido, Encinitas, and a whole lot more. 251-1588. Again, 619-251-1588. Online, BrianCurryRealEstate.com. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much they're worth? We're going to go July 20th. So as we do the hey. show, it's a couple of days away. At the same time, hey, you're going to look like a genius in your office if somebody yeah, asks. Yeah, let's go. Robin Williams. That one stings, huh? Always will. Uh, I'm going to say he would have been... 74. 72. Okay. Uh, say 80 million. $50 million, it says. All right. So he gave a ton of money away. Yeah. $50 million. Next one up, I don't even know if uh, what the hell happened to this guy. I thought he was about to have a huge career. Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah. What did happen to that guy? Um, I'll say 47. 45. 45. Uh, $12 million. $25 million. Not bad. Yeah. Was that Pearl Harbor money? Yeah. <laughs> what happened Good. There? Dude, that is funny what happened to that guy. No idea. This last one made me laugh, and that's why I stuck it on here. That's why I chose this date, just so I could ask you. Okay. See if you got it right. If you get this right, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Okay. Cat Stevens. Dude, he sucks. <laughs> he does suck. He absolutely sucks. Like little moon chatter. Dude, I heard him butchering Sam Cooks another Saturday night. Oh, God, he sucks. Uh, I'll say Cat Stevens is going to shock the world and be 80. No, 75. 75. Uh, 40 million. $10 million. All right. <laughs> that's, that's what I felt. Fuck it. Fuck All right. It. Yeah, who cares? Just, as long as it's enough money not to make any more songs. Yeah. Stop go singing, away. asshole. Jesus. Go away, stupid. Five random questions. Okay. What song did you first dance to at your wedding? Uh, that's very funny. We only danced to one song. Uh, my wife and I were married at uh, McKenna Beach in Maui. We had a guy that looked like Mr. Miyagi perform the wedding. On purpose? Yeah, he was great. But did you pick him out because he looked like Mr. Miyagi? No, I would have. I didn't have anything to do with it. That's why it was a great wedding. They left me out of the loop on everything. And he was really fun. And then he uh, had a big shell. It's pretty good. Yeah, he held this note. I was like, wow, that's cool. And again, my wife's pregnant, and yeah. we're in the sand at uh, the beach in McKenna. And it, it, we're just having a blast, man. It's just me and her and a photographer and, and this guy. And he goes, uh, may I sing for you? We're like, yeah, sure. So I thought he was going to sing, I don't know, something Hawaiian, Tiny Bubbles. I don't know. <laughs> that would have been great, right? And... uh he sang Elvis. Wise men say. 
And we're like, fuck, this is incredible. Yeah, I don't know you what like to do. that. You're an Elvis guy. I'm an Elvis guy. And this guy was like, dude, it's like we're at karaoke night at McKenna Beach. And so she and I, we laugh about it to this day. Like, you ever tried to dance in deep sand with a pregnant chick? <laughs> I feel like I'm in deep sand every time I'm dancing. Dude, it was with comedy. With a pregnant chick. It was comedy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the only song sang at our wedding, but we loved it. That's and good. his version was better than Elvis. I hate to say it. I'm an Elvis fan. Yeah. But this guy, if he had played him instead of Austin Butler, even though he was uh, Asian and about five foot four. Maybe 5'2", maybe 5'1". I, I think he wins the Academy Award <laughs> over Brendan Fraser. Who would you dance to? It was uh, Stand By Me. You know, the oh, from, yeah. from uh, Benny, Benny King. King. Yeah, It's funny. I made a huge mistake. I recommend anyone who's getting married. It's, uh, obviously, my son's engaged, so I uh, told him to. Do not go with a band. Go with uh, go with a DJ. Oh, I like that. Get the music to sound the way you want it to sound. Yeah, because when we listen to the goddamn tape of the people saying, oh, man, they're great, it was not the same disappointed by that all right here we go uh when is the last time you laughed so hard you cried um oh today really oh my god today i'm in the car and uh my buddy tommy gallo calls me yeah and so tommy gallo my buddy dane bora darren bora and my other buddy david bay so i've known all these guys since i was 15 years old so they went golfing the other day it's Dave Bay and Tommy against Dane and Darren. Yeah. They're playing for money. Yeah. Uh, Bay and Tommy are losing. Tommy's telling me this story. So they go for the pin, and they're not very close. Darren, next guy up, instead of going for the pin, takes the easy way. And all he has to do is three-putt to cash the money. And, and Tom said it erupted into a huge argument on the green giving me the whole rundown of everything that was said I'm never gonna golf with you again i go you fuckers haven't changed in 40 years and i laughed so hard and uh because another buddy of ours is coming into town but i'll be out of town and tom's telling me yeah i don't know what that's gonna be like yeah but, you know our buddy our buddy dave Japanier's coming to town we gotta try to get everybody together i go just get those fucking idiots in the same room. And I go, ask them what happened. But yes, it's just when you have guys that you've known since you were 15 and nothing has changed. Like if we were 16 or 17, yeah, yeah probably develops into a big brawl. But I, <laughs> but I said, and Tom's like, yeah, it got ugly. I said, you fucking idiots know you're closer to 60 than you are 40, right? Like if anybody falls, they're going to break a hip. And we were just, I go, dude, you guys have become those old guys that we used to see online. Yeah. They want to fight in the parking lot. You fall over. He goes, dude, that was us the other day. <laughs> and I, goddamn, Dave, I don't know. It struck me so funny. Uh, it was great. So, yeah, it happened today. How about oh, for you? Dude, it was 530 yesterday morning. Oh, dude. Dude, it was so great. You still haven't caught on to what happened. Was it Josh? Yeah, it was you. Dude, okay, so here's the deal. We played this at Game Immaculate Grid. We've talked yeah. about it on the show. Josh sends it to Jeff at 5.30 in the morning. I I'm, thought you did. You always send no, it No, he early. sent it first. Oh, okay. But He, did he it never on, does that. He did it on purpose to you. And the reason is you send it to him after 12 o'clock at night when he's sleeping. 
Oh, I thought he's usually up late. Nah, dude, you're, you're he's two hours ahead. He, no, I know. I know, but literally it, he's getting it after he's already in bed. Oh, okay. Now and I feel so he, I didn't know that. I thought he was a yeah, night out. So he says, fuck this. I'm getting Jeff mm. just the opposite way this week to see, to oh, see if he loses his I shit. I thought it was from you. I no. didn't think it was from him. And you lost your shit. Dude, I hate fighting. Dude, of course. But that's why he, that's why he Oh, did that's it. funny. But I, I thought knew it was, he was from you. No, he did the first one that oh, I just followed. Shit. Oh shit! But I, dude, when you got mad, I fucking was dying. Dude, that's great. You I got swear, so, so mad, dude. It was I was. So great. I know because I I leave my phone on. Yeah. Because I have kids. Everybody yeah. does. But Dave, I'm a guy that if I'm up at five thirty, now I'm up. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you're usually that guy. I'm that asshole. But you've warned me. Don't do it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, if it was him, I would have been fine. Because I knew I'd done that to him. He called me right away. Goes, oh dude, yeah, no, he got I, so mad. I go, dude, I knew he'd get mad. He goes, but I thought it well, was now you. He knows what it's like when I'm fucking sleeping. Oh dude, yeah, so no, I thought, okay, so that's funny because I did think he was a night night owl. I thought he yeah. was up late. Not at that night. He wasn't. Oh, okay, it was gotcha. So, this cracked me up. How he was planning it out for four days and he did it to you. And he just oh he lost no, I would have. Jeff lost his shit. I didn't know it was him. <laughs> Take me off this thing. I'm fucking done. I'm done. <laughs> I thought it was you. Oh no, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't get mad at him. I would. I would, oh my god, dude! Because you're that fucking geek on that game. Oh my god, dude! Hey, hey, everybody, look what I got! I got nine <laughs> out of nine. And the thing that ruled. Did you, you know, get nine today? No, I got eight. Oh, he uh, actually got nine. That my guy Inky Dinky Do fucked me on Seattle, Philadelphia. I thought Pete Incavillia played for. Both. Oh, did he really? Thought he played for the Mariners. Dude, that one today was fucked up. Oh but my god! Dude. What made it jump the shark is now Elston's doing a podcast. On it? Who gives a fuck? Craig, I love Shut you. Shut up, dude. What are you going to do? You going to bring Major Garrett in? <laughs> to tell me what I should have fucking done with Cleveland and Seattle? Oh, my God. Dude, they give you what other people did. You don't need a podcast for that shit. Oh, dude, 100%. That's an open apology to Josh Ballet. Oh, my God, dude. I thought it was you. Because you're dude. a guy that's just up randomly no, at 430. And you know, you fuckers know I can't see anything. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, and yeah. Josh goes, because no. you think he silences notifications? I go, he doesn't know how. Of course no, not. No, I don't. I don't have any. Of course not. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Okay. Oh, my God, dude. You, but it was funny. You you played, You played. got so mad that it made it so much better, dude. Oh, I was sitting great. on the couch. Yeah. Dude, I was fucking wiping tears off oh, my that, cheeks. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. Dude, I swear, I thought it, if it was him, I would have been like, oh, fuck, I have sent him some late ones. So, oh, my yeah. God. And I didn't call you at all yesterday because I wanted to get it out oh, on the show today, great. dude. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. No, that, 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 okay, that I like. I could take that. Damn, that, that made me laugh. Okay, that's He won't good. do that to you again. That was a one-time thing. Well, I won't but, send it to him late either. Oh I, my. I get that. I, I did, though. I swear to God, I thought he was a night owl, but I never asked him. So I guess I just assumed wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Now, not counting your kids, what is your favorite topic to talk about? Oh, I like that. Uh, I like that. Um, did I, I? I went out with Katie Temple last. Oh night. yeah, cool. I forgot so you told fun. me that you're going to. So fun to see her. I love hearing. Like, if there's an individual topic, it doesn't really... It kind of depends on the day, right? Yeah. Like, it could be anything. It's not really Padre baseball. Um, but I like hearing the good things going on in people's lives. Like, I like that. Like, um, celebrating the wins. Like, what they're doing, the challenges that they're going through. Yeah. Like, what they're looking to do. And that's what was really fun. Um, because I leave for Chicago... 
and Katie's actually working in Chicago. So she's oh, cool. at this. So just kind of talking to uh, friends about things they have going and, and the positive things yeah. in their life. I like all that shit. What about for you? It's baseball. I hate to say it. It, it is yeah. baseball. I love doing the Padre stuff and the Otani stuff and, and everything else that's uh, that, that's going on. I, I love catching up with, with friends, though, just like you said. You know, you and I are definitely at the age. We root for good things to happen to people we like. Yeah. So uh, it's always great when people are willing to share what's going on in their lives, especially when things are good. Poor Bob Hunt jinxed his kid yesterday. Dude, though, but it was almost a great story. He and then it was what a jerk we love dean the machine (laughs) what what is the one thing about you everyone should know if they want to be your friend i get to the point that's a good one i agree with what you just said that that is you 100 percent. just get to the fucking point jeff has no time for bullshit right stop Uh, if we if we ask you a time don't tell us how to build a watch okay and also know when this is the biggest thing. Yeah. For social media. Hey, don't text me at 530 if you're immaculate <laughs> girl. Uh, that's number one. Number two is I no social media. I wouldn't say social media etiquette because I don't know if there is such a thing. But guys that just keep threads going forever and ever and ever and leave our names tagged down there, we don't care. Like, I'm sorry to be a dick. I don't care. So just all you got to do is go to people in this conversation and unclick the box next to Dave's name or my name and then have the conversation all day long. <laughs> Make your point. That's great. Between you and and the one other person yeah. or the 10 other people, go ahead. You don't need to drag me into it. There's no part of me going, oh, okay. Oh, no, I don't care. Stop dragging me into that shit. I don't. I don't disagree with you. Right? right there. Do you yeah. get that? Where there's oh no no I I'm, I understand. Trust me. It's like that person that uh, can't end the conversation. You ever talk to someone and they can't end the conversation, whether it's an email or a text? God, that's my biggest fear. Is I never want to be that. person. Oh, you aren't that guy. You're okay. the guy that always ends the conversation. You okay. do it all the time. You do it with me right in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> oh, fuck, you, you're sorry. never that guy. Trust me. Okay, that's good. no. For me, it's the honest god man it lately it just just i can't tell you how disappointed i am in people in general and i'll give an example today mm-hmm. is someone brought up babe ruth's numbers or i i, I saw a tweet and i reposted okay. the tweet and it, basically babe ruth's numbers and otani's numbers mirror each other oh yeah i saw that thing that was cool and all these people that just come off as the biggest fucking racist right i was like what the hell's going on here the one thing i love about sports i never thought once how many black guys white guys asians are on my team i root for the name on the front of the uniform and glad they're on the team or if they're as great as otani i can appreciate what otani's doing right in front of my face yeah but to make it all racist against otani what the fuck is wrong with people man and people and you can say whatever you want yeah man i'm reading all the replies all the way down and i'm like 90 percent of these people are just fucking straight racist um yeah, you know what? And Dave, that reminds me because I got the coolest message. Was it here? Hang on. I got this message. This was the great thing. And I meant to reply last night. But yeah, because there's so much negative things like that. And then I got this. Jeff, I have to thank you and Dave for the chicken interview. It was outstanding. I especially appreciated your question to him about the importance of protecting the Santa Claus mystique. It's amazing to me that he had the foresight to do so. And because he did, the magic of baseball touched a generation of youth. Thanks for a great interview and for continuing to bring us the best podcast in Mayberry by the Sea. 
That was from our lovely friend Geekster. Oh, that's cool. And I loved it. Made my whole day. And the one thing that I thought about with Chicken when he left was uh, we never even said to him, like, have you been in all 50 states? Like, how many yeah. countries? You look it up in Wikipedia, okay, if you need to find it. <laughs> but I just, I love the fact that people like Michelle and a handful of others got something out of that. Because, yeah, Dave, you're right. There's just so many people that have to find the negative yep. in anything that's going on that when something like Ted Giannoulos could come in and just share his story and just be the nicest, most humble guy slash successful guy that we know of. I mean, he absolutely is the dominant figure in his industry. Yep. Absolutely world famous, right? Yeah, pioneer. He started Be it for everybody. Beloved in so many ways and just such a quick laugh and such a funny guy. You go, yeah, man, that, those are the kind of people I like hanging out with. So, no, I get it. I, yeah, I don't. I just don't get why people live their life that way. I don't either. All right, so we're going to be back on Sunday? Yeah, we'll, we'll come soon. back on Sunday, and then that is it for about 10 days as I head out to Chicago. Good deal. All right, we'll see you on Sunday, everybody. Door. I laugh so hard I 